This is episode 235 of Leak and Review. Tonight's guest, Tiff Myers. Plus, NFT expert Lorraine Sandalwood stops by. All of this and strange currencies only on Bleak and Review. Ah, yes, indeed it is Bleak and Review, the podcast. I am Kevin Anderson. Wondering whether this is your first time listening to the show. If it is, welcome. I love the idea that someone's like, you know, let's jump right to the 235th episode of this thing. Find out what's going on. And I tend to just jump in without addressing these folks. So every, you know, 20 episodes or so, I make a point to reintroduce myself. My name is Chris and I do not exist. It's just some shit that a kid did just for kicks. And those are just hip hop lyrics that I grew up with. Uh, I'm a little distracted right now here in the intro because there is a fly buzzing around in my room. And it's one of those flies that's got a real loud, mean buzz to him, you know, like like a noticeable ass fly. And I've had a long day, and I'm kind of tired, and I got to do this shit. <laughs> I say this like it's a fucking chore. I have to record for upwards of 10 minutes into a microphone about whatever comes to my mind and then put it out for free. It's my cross to bear. But, you know, I do have stuff I have to do. I have to edit and stuff. And I've had a long day, and it's one of those moments where just anything can send me over the edge and spiraling and sputtering into a rage-filled nightmare. For example, a fly buzzing past my head. I screamed at a fly, ladies and gentlemen, and non-binary friends. <laughs> Moments before I started recording this, I yelled at a fly. I was like, come on! Unironically, not performing for anybody. There's nobody here. I wasn't doing a bit. I just needed to yell at a fly. <laughs> So hopefully you're doing a little bit better than that out there, wherever you're listening to this, at whatever time you're listening to it. It's been uh, been quite a week, quite a week and a half or so. I, I feel like I've missed a big piece of news in the intro to last week's episode just because it had happened the day of my intro recording and I just didn't really have it on my radar or process it enough to be able to talk about it. And I probably still won't talk about it much because A, it's been talked about to death. And B, I don't really want to talk about mass shootings in the intro that much. If you're not aware, we had an Atlanta-based shooter last week here in this great country where we want everyone to have guns and no one to feel safe. A man shot up... uh, Do I even have to say a man at this point? Should I just say a person and you know what I mean? Because it's always a man. What's a friend of the show, John Fahey's old bit? The four most terrifying words in the English language when strung together are... There was a man. <laughs> Shout out to John Fahey, of course. Yeah, he shot up, um, I believe it was a Asian-owned massage parlor, killed a bunch of people. And the conversation on social media was, was this a racially motivated shooting? Or was this a man with repressed sexual confusion shooting? Was he sh- Which Christian weird conservative thing made him shoot? <laughs> like, which part of it? Was it the xenophobia? Or was it the uh, repressed sexuality stuff? I don't know. Um, I try not to... I'm not into crime in that way where I want to get in the head of the person. But, like, when a shooting like this happens, you know, a lot of stuff gets brought up. And people in the news often try to figure out... (laughs) Figure out, in quotes. People in the news often describe them as lone wolves who uh, are not fueled by anything other than mental illness. And they just, you know... 
they just brush it off there and never talk about the bigger thing, which is that this country is fucking psychotic and we have too many guns and a bunch of crazy people who have hate in their hearts because of things that the media feeds them and, and or their pastors or their fucking, I don't know, whoever, their politicians. And then they shoot people. We're like, well, it's crazy how many lone wolves. Eventually, we're going to have to call this a lone wolf pack. There's so many lone wolves all with the same uh, agenda, it seems like. But we're never going to do anything about guns. There's just certain battles that I I have watched, at least in my 30 years on this planet, I have watched the same conversation happen over and over again. And occasionally, like, small parts of the country will get shit together and, like, you know, enforce things and, like, pass laws. But, like, on a federal level, countrywide, nationwide, they're not on your side. Uh, No one's gonna... (laughs) No one's gonna do anything about it. And we're just gonna have to fucking deal with it. And it sucks, because... There's stuff about this country I like. There's a lot of stuff I hate. And that doesn't seem to be going anywhere at all. So that's about it on that. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I will uh, I will lift one thing that I saw, and I apologize to whoever posted this on social media because I don't remember, but I saw this in the past week, and it was a very uh, interesting thought. I thought, uh, it's like, wow, you can tell that uh, America is almost ready to reopen and go back to normalcy because we've got mass shootings again. Yep. Yep, that's how it is. If you live in a different country, don't come here and to live. It's not good. <laughs> I'm sure you have your own problems in your country, but ours are pretty bad. But luckily we got Joe Biden now and everything's going to change, right? He gave me $14. $14. He gave me $1,400 once. Might as well have been $14, right? That's another thing that's been uh, frustrating me. In this this week, and one of the reasons I'm kind of stressed out today is just, I don't know how much uh, y'all have had to deal with the Department of Unemployment, EDD, as it were, uh, here in the, in the States. The colonies! I was trying to do my goddamn taxes the other day, you know, in the middle of my work shift, because that's the only time I have to do things like this. Like, I don't... That's my favorite thing about uh, the 40-hour work week, by the way. Uh, if you have a, a life where you have like responsibilities and stuff, but you have to work 40 hours a week, you're pretty much relegated to weekends and after work or before work to do all your other life stuff, right? And I have a lot of stuff that I do. And I also like to try to carve out a little time to relax. And so oftentimes that means I'm working while I work. I'm on the clock, but I'm also taking care of other stuff. And I'm so tired at the end of the day that I have no fight left in me. And that's how capitalism (laughs) works. That's why this system is so great. But I, as I was doing my taxes during my workday, I noticed that uh, when I went to do my 1099 form for the unemployment I received last year, they grossly misrepresented how much money they gave me. I was eligible for $405 a week, which was a blessing at the time. And for some reason, they're reporting that that happened up until a point, and then for a month or two after that, they sent me $1,000, and now I owe taxes on that. That is not the case. I did not suddenly get $1,000 a week, and I would have never, I wouldn't have got a job. I would have, <laughs> I would have been fine. I would have been chilling. I wouldn't have gone back into the employment field if I got that much money. So, you know, I call them to be like, hey, you guys fucked up and are, are, are ruining my, my whole return here, uh, you know, about costing about two grand in taxes, uh, according to not a sponsor of the episode, but would love to have them, TurboTax, uh, when I was doing that, they, as soon as I input my 1099 information, they're like, oh, yeah, and your uh, return is diminished by $2,000. And I'm like, well, that doesn't seem right. And so, you know, did a little investigating. Turns out the government was uh, 
failing to do its job properly. Who would have thought? Numbers are hard. I agree. 405, I believe, $405 a week is like one of the maximum. It's like one of the the the, the most you can qualify for, I believe, like within my tax bracket or whatever the fuck. And to like I call them and I, I point this out and they're like, well, it's Friday, so no one's gonna help you. So let me transfer you to a place that's going to tell you the same thing. And then you can call back Monday and get it sorted out. Cause, you know, we all have the mental and physical stamina to just be fucking dicking around on a phone with a bunch of people who also don't want to be at their jobs, who are probably trying to do their taxes while they're working for the government. (laughs) Like it's all just a bunch of people struggling. No one's got answers. And I'm, I'm like, I'm determined probably on the day this episode comes out, I'll probably maybe have this resolved, but like, I have to deal with the fact that maybe I might have to take an L on this because no one will help me. And I don't have the resources or the time to, like, go to the mat for it. And so I'm just like, well, maybe I'll just lose a bunch of money because the government didn't care enough to to sort me out. And it's not to, like, shit on the employees, you know, government employees, although I'm sure, you know, they're people too, so some of them probably suck. But it's just, uh, it doesn't give you a lot of hope. And that's kind of what the intros to this show usually sound like. <laughs> that's why it's called Bleak and Review. We are... Staying true to the goddamn title, the titular Bleak and Review podcast. But it's not going to be all doom and gloom here, folks. We have a very fun episode coming up here in just a moment. Uh, This is uh, an episode chock full of sillies coming up here after the break. We've got a returning champion, one of the one of the old old dear friends of the show, a Tiff Myers, very funny comedian. Did the Unpops show with him not too long ago on Zoom. Perhaps you were there. Hello, if you were. Hi. Good to see you again. A tiff got engaged recently, so we talked a lot about that and uh, his transition from being one of the most psychotically horny men in the world I've ever met to being all wifed up and stuff. It's very cute and it's awesome. And then a little later in the show, we have a first timer getting on the pod here. We've got uh, Lorraine Sandalwood, who is an NFT expert. Now, I did not know a whole lot about NFTs or blockchain currency before this podcast, and Lorraine really, really uh, drove it home. I, I think I know a lot now, and I'm ready to get out there and start making weird choices financially. So this is fun. You'll enjoy it. It's a, it's a good podcast. <laughs> Despite all the energy that I brought in this intro, it's going to be a great time. So stick around after the break, because we'll be back with more Bleak and Review with Tiff Myers after this. This is great. Oh, right. <laughs> this is great. I agree. This podcast, Bleak this and is Review, like, is fucking yeah. great. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt, but back. this is like a great program. No, never, never. No, it's it's uh, every the last two episodes. Literally, the first syllable of me coming back from break has been interrupted. So this is good canon, and I love it. <laughs> it's, Fuck. No, no, this isn't. That's not me throwing shade. This is me establishing new canon for the podcast. I've got very little to cling to, so I cling to the canon. Here on Bleak and Review, of course, I remain Kevin Anderson, and joining me immediately, too self-conscious about interrupting me than he should be, uh, dear friend of the show, all the way back from, I believe, episode 11 from the living room days, uh, when he bought a television Jesus. on the podcast, uh, Tiff Myers is here. Hey, Tiff. I gave it to you. 
<laughs> do you remember that shit? I gave you my old TV. You know, yes. you get, and I, I still put have it, it, yeah, it right before, here. Like, Black Friday. It was. It's a solid it was, TV. And then I, had yelled, you I, I yelled about how much I hate trains, too. Because yeah, you were not a fan a of trains. Train. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Former co-host like, of this podcast, Matt Brousseau, was taking some fucking train like some ass. <laughs> I just hated trains but, uh, for some reason. I was, I was, I was a depressed man. I was a very depressed man. I <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you've come <laughs> a long why. way, honestly. I mean, that has <laughs> yeah. to have been like five or six years ago now at this point. Yeah. Or if if we're going by the current quarantine clock, that could have been anywhere upwards of 20 years ago because time before <laughs> this feels ancient. Would you agree? Absolutely. Like it doesn't. Nothing. I don't remember my life before this. This has been a weird fucking quarantine. Did you have any? Uh, Do you have any weird stuff on any of your social medias pop up where it was like time hop shit? Where they're like, "Oh, this time last year," and you were like, you started seeing your first posts about quarantine. You're like, that just is just being a year because it feels like five lifetimes. Dude, I remember before when it when it first started, I was selling security to businesses, and it was like Will Smith's "I Am Legend." And pursuit of happiness mushed into one because it was so depressing. It was just so fucking. I was like, "Do you want to buy some security?" I feel like we're going out of business, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's fair. That's fair." That's a fair fucking point. Well, wait, well, but what about all these? Lo- what about all these looters? They're gonna fuck up your <laughs> yeah. place, probably, right? It was fucking crazy. You had premonitions about what was gonna happen. It was crazy, and everybody's like, "This is gonna be two weeks. Don't worry about it." And fucking here we still are. Oh, yeah. I was for sure like, yo, I'm going to just like hunker down with my unemployment and I'm going to like make a hip hop record and I'm going to be out and back into the mix in a couple weeks. And uh, one calendar year later, and I'm just a couple mental mental breakdowns later. Here we are. (laughs) Uh, I do like that analogy, though. Last time I uh, went out. Go ahead. I was going to say last time I went out was to see Bloodshot. That was the last time I was in public with people. So. I should have oh, gotten coronavirus yeah. four times already. The movie was awful. The, but it would have been worth it for that Vin Diesel joint. God, it was so bad. It was so fucking bad. <laughs> was it really? It was brutal. It was so bad. It was so fucking bad. Yeah, I wonder because we're kind of on the verge of L.A. opening again, I feel like. like A lot of people are starting to be like, all right, comedy's coming back, which I'm just like, oh, cool, whatever. But – uh I wonder, like, I, I'm curious. This is a question I had sort of prepped for you, Atif, which is, uh, hmm. what is something as? And this is an interesting question for you specifically because you generally don't like shit. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> what uh, what is something you're <laughs> what is something you're generally like? Oh, I can't wait! I didn't know I was going to miss this about the before times that you're like excited to get back into. This is going to sound so stupid and just fat, but I miss Korean barbecue. <laughs> I fucking I missed the shit yeah. out of going to some fucking hole to wall restaurant and cooking meat. Like I missed that so much. I miss it because you can't replicate that in takeout. You can't replicate that from DoorDash or whatever or or Postmates because you got to no, be there for the I, experience. Yeah, I'd have to order DoorDash like eight times to get my meal. Like it'd be brutal. <laughs> it'd be brutal. <laughs> yeah, every single course has to come with its own driver. <laughs> it'd be fucking awful. It'd be a nightmare. I asked my girl if we can do it on the stove. Like I just fucking cook steak on the stove directly and she's just not about it. So it's fucked. <laughs> steak on the stove, but a dough. Uh yeah, that that that's that's the thing that I, I'm like 
<laughs> I never, I know something I've ordered. I can't imagine. I got like, I started cooking at home recently, like to make up for some of the shit, but the, I don't, I would be terrified to see the numbers on how much I've spent on Postmates and Uber Eats during the pandemic. Like it's gotta be in the thousands, uh, like thousands of dollars. Absolutely. Which is like, absolutely. Oof. Would you, would you say the same thing? Like sort of because I I like to go pick it up because I don't fucking trust people and like doing comedy. You see who's in DoorDash and Postmates and I don't trust them to bring me food. (laughs) The guy with the hot take about how he doesn't wash his hands. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, dude, I see you scratch your ass and then fucking deep throw a mic like you're going to eat my fries. Like you're going to eat my fries and I don't want that. I want these fries. So I go and I pick it up. So you go pick up to make sure there's no middle. There's no middleman. Yeah. Directly between me and whoever's giving me my food. I don't. But how do you trust them? I, you can't trust okay. anybody. Like, it's fine. <laughs> Asked and answered. Yeah, you can't trust anybody. But I think Yo, it's you gotta safer. Yo, you got to circle small, man. We got to farm. Yeah, once I meet the comedian that's also like a sushi chef, then I'll fucking not eat sushi anymore. I just... <laughs> I'm the guy. I'm the guy who packages and uh, ships out all of the sushi you find at Seven Eleven and AMPM. <laughs> yeah, then I'm like, cool. Like, I'm not fucking with that anymore. I'm not sorry. You know, you know what's crazy to me, and maybe you've had the same experience. Is uh, I've only had this happen like twice in my life, I think. But like, have you ever had a Postmate or a Uber Eats or whatever just not show up at your house <laughs> and just and just take the food? <laughs> No, this again, they it's, should. It's, I knew. No, it happens to I knew me. A it's happened to me. That. I'm like, like, what do you think is going to happen as the postmate? Like, there's like, yeah, they didn't give me my food. Like, they're not, you're going to get away with it. Dude, no, I mean, I knew, I know a comic who used to do that and he would deliver people's groceries and he would just take the groceries. So he came to the show. He's like, yeah, man, I got some steaks today because I didn't deliver the steaks. <laughs> I'm like, what the He fuck? got full-on steaks? He got the entire yeah, steaks? He would, just put, he would just put down the bag, take a picture of it, and then pick up the bag and <laughs> roll out. <laughs> it was br- I don't know what happened. Like, man, not- I, left it at cur- I left it at the door. <laughs> yeah. and Because he would leave it That's there. That's so and then, funny. Like, fucking like... Yeah, and I would. That's why I don't fucking trust these people. That's why I don't trust any of these fucking people. They're like the banks. And that's fair. The fucking governments. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's super fair though. Like I just love. Like I think that's hilarious. And you're right not to trust most people, especially in LA, because we know how many fucking angry, unsuccessful actors are the people who are doing you know doing these oh, jobs. Man, and they've got a chip on their shoulder, and they don't know who to lash out against, so they're doing it at you. And I, I like that concept, though, of like, yo, I'm going to put this person's DoorDash or their fucking whatever Instacart order down, take a picture, and then just take entire cuts of like sirloin. And I'm going to get yeah. away with it. And I'm going to keep this job. <laughs> yeah. I think I think he got fired eventually because he got reported too much. But it's still like, dude, I just don't want to go through the fucking headache. No, totally. So you do the pickup thing instead. I do the pickup thing. I usually just fucking yell at people on the way. Like it's a fucking yeah, angry. That experience. sounds about right. Yeah, it's fucking awful. Why do you why do you yell at people, Latif? I thought you were kind of settled now that you're like engaged in shit. Dude, because people don't fucking use masks still. I don't get it. 
Like they and I'm just like, where the fuck's your mask? Like I yelled at the seven eleven guy, because he is assigned to wear a mask, but he's not wearing a mask. And I was like, Where the fuck is your right. mask, man? And he's like, It's not real. And I then I start <laughs> sounding like a fucking patriot. I'm like, half a million Americans have died. Like I don't I don't like doing that. I don't like being that guy for fucking Skittles. Like I don't like to do that. Well, and it's it is it's it's crazy that his defense was it's not real after a year and half a million yeah. dead bodies. Like, but I've noticed that too at seven 11s and shit. Like they've got the big plastic thing up in front of the register. So they're like, Hey, back here, we're chill. Which like, sure, I guess. But like, I don't know. You're still like handling my money sometimes. Yeah. They're well, like I guess a everyone's box assuming they're hockey, all vaccinated. They think they're fucking so. safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Got, they get, they get thrown in vaxxed. there for unnecessary roughness. You got vaxxed? Like it's so, I did. Just the first step. That's right. You gotta wait for the second we step. Talk, we talked about this last night when I was really drunk on the phone with you. I forgot. <laughs> it fucking held me hostage for like fucking an hour being like, I need to come held to your you fucking hostage. wedding. hostage. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Okay. That is true. I definitely got real salty about not being on your immediate fucking invitee list for a COVID wedding. You, you did. <laughs> and I was like, but I was like, yo, man, like it's not till October. There's only 60 people is the max capacity, which is like 12 people right. if you don't include family. Right. It's and I, you know, as a white man to not be one of those 12. As one of, as a white man but who's not one of the 12, I'm upset. <laughs> you got to get this Bulgarian like, the sneak thing. in there. <laughs> <laughs> I need somebody to stand by the cake and just chain smoke. And fucking talk about fistfights. Like, that's what I need in my wedding. <laughs> uh, I, could, I could do half of that. Uh, I could do half of that. I can't talk about fistfights, but I can talk about rap beefs. And I could talk about... Uh, uh, I could talk about the streets. <laughs> <laughs> is that something you're looking for? That's what he does. That's what I need. That's what I need. That's my vows, is talking about fucking King Von and his untimely death. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, that's what he gets for going to a nightclub during COVID, though. Am I right? And fucking fighting, like it's it's fucking crazy. It's, he was just you don't you didn't have to be there, man. I love because like ah, already the sad. idea of uh, they bum me out. Oh no, that's the idea of the podcast. Um, but <laughs> the, uh, I do I do think it's funny that like already the idea of getting shot outside of nightclub like that's pretty standard in the rap beef world but to be going to a socially being socially irresponsible enough to go to a nightclub during a pandemic and still have enough balls to get into a fight that escalates into a murder uh they're really really like that's the most fucking like we're taking back our country shit i've ever heard well it was in atlanta and then dude that shot him put out a song like a day after about how he shot him like it was crazy the turnaround on that this fucking guy's crazy. like South the South Park creators of fucking hip hop beef. <laughs> yeah. He's like, fuck a hospital, send me right to the studio. Like I got the beat, I got the fucking song. It's crazy. <laughs> I wish we could do I, that you with have stand to imagine up. that I wish he already had stand up beefs. Yeah. Like, or just murder. Sorry if I'm talking over you this whole fucking Zoom thing. Nah, but like, dude, we can't fucking beat no, the fuck okay. out of someone and then go tell jokes about them. Okay. Will you really? Yeah, yeah. No, you won't. You fucking won't. Yeah, you fucking won't. Like, You're going to leave this choppy fucking thing. 
Hey, we're trying out a new we're trying out a new service here. We're realizing the connectivity <laughs> is maybe not ideal, but uh, <laughs> but we're we're figuring it out. You know, it's uh you know uh, uh but I do like the idea of stand up uh, beefs. First of all, stand up beefs. I don't think there's actually stand up beefs other than that whole like. I feel like there's some New York comics who beat the shit out of each other, but that's about it. Nah, I mean, no, there's been some like LA comics that have like fought each other, but they're like well past their prime. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> they're all, they're, they're all in the Valley aging poorly. Yeah. If you ever want to, if you can imagine, it's just like if fucking two trash bags collided, like that's how their fights always look. It's just like not athletic at all. Or <laughs> like skilled. <laughs> it's just, what if two piles of redundant protoplasm smashed into each other and uh, and neither of them had a good take afterwards? Yeah. Then they just call the fucking, they call millennials pussies for fucking caring about safety afterwards. Yeah, you need your safe spaces so I can't get drunk and break a bottle over your head when you talk about the Ford administration. <laughs> And then do a fucking Clinton impression and fucking call it a day. It's just the worst. It's the call worst. It, call it a day. Yeah, they then they get a ride home from a young new comedian who doesn't know any better because they don't have a car. <laughs> I maybe he's speaking too specifically about my own life. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Tiff, you and mentioned then, earlier. Then might pass we, away we and everybody hate him. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Remember, when that guy died. I know that I know, guy died, and no one gave a fuck. About. That was crazy. That was crazy. <laughs> We're talking about a uh, large Michael. No, oh, fuck. It was weird. That was such a weird day. I've never seen that before. It was impressive. It was weirdly impressive. It was a weird day, and I didn't have to use my AK. <laughs> You know how great it is for me with this lag to be waiting to see if that joke landed at all? <laughs> I know. It's like we're playing SOCOM on PS1 right now. That's how I feel. I think we we exactly. may switch over to Zoom for segment two. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, it seems to be a little more uh, cohesive there. But um, Atif, before we uh, – I mean we're going to kind of ease into the next segment here in just a second. But uh, we kind of mentioned earlier – uh, a that you used to be sad and angry about trains a lot, and uh, <laughs> and and B that you're engaged now, uh, which is huge. As a, a, a friend of yours for a while, it's huge that you're engaged now because I remember being very concerned for you a certain amount of time ago on a specific drive to Fresno, <laughs> where I thought that you were maybe a, a sex addict who was uh, uh, had too many dating apps on their phone. <laughs> Oh, so well, I mean, like, I don't know what you could be talking about when I'm like driving <laughs> and swiping through driving and, like yeah, two Larry to try to pick up chicks. This, this <laughs> motherfucker is driving, insists on driving because it's his car, so I can't drive. But he doesn't. I would prefer somebody who is driving and drinking to somebody who's driving and trying to get pussy on ten, <laughs> three apps at the same time. <laughs> fucking scary yeah no it was uh but it like, was fucking it was a dark point it was a dark it's crazy but this uh that's no 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 apologize no no apologize uh <laughs> but like i 
I just feel like I, like that is such a big like I got very shocked when like I knew that you were in this relationship for a while and I'm I I've met your uh, uh, fiance and she seems great but I I was shocked because it seemed like a very abrupt transition from like the guy who was just like I don't know man I just have emotionless sex all the time and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing to like oh yeah I'm wifed up now like was it was it really just the right person for you is that what happened. Yeah, and like again, a lot of therapy, a lot, sure, a lot of therapy, sure, yeah. a lot of a lot of trying to stop having emotionless sex and just like really uh, valuing myself. I think that's really it. I just valuing myself, and then I moved in with her to start of the pandemic, and haven't gotten tired of each other yet. So I was like, "Fuck it, let's just get married." I think that's really it. That was like, that's one of the weird silver linings of your pandemic experience is that it forced you to uh, consider the idea of marriage because you were <laughs> kind of stuck with somebody. It was like going in the hyperbolic chamber in Dragon Ball Z, but instead, <laughs> it, was, <laughs> instead it was your heart. And <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she's great. Like, it's, it's, we it's weird being in like a healthy relationship where you just fucking... Right? Shit out. I don't know. It's fucking. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird as fuck. Yeah, yeah. I get sketched out. I don't recommend it. I don't recommend. (laughs) I get sketched out about it too uh, because I'm like, well, things are really good right now, but they haven't been for a long time. So this is obviously a ruse. And like, like someone, like I'm just waiting for the impractical jokers to show up, or like Jackass or whatever. I don't know why Jackass would be there, but I know someone's gonna fucking teabag you on top of alligators. Like, what's gonna happen? Yeah, Pontius shows up <laughs> with his dick out, happen. and he's like, "Ah, eh, dude." <laughs> like, it's weird because, like, I don't know. I'm still like fucking super insecure about shit, so I just constantly ask her, "Like, are you still trying to get married? Like, you still like still want to do this?" I don't know. Like I just constantly check yeah, in. Yeah, you to make probably sure you she's check good. you. Yeah, you check in a bunch uh, because you're like, look, I get it because my brain's crazy and your brain's probably also a bit crazy. So maybe this is uh, maybe something that you're thinking about but not vocalizing. So like, yeah. let's check in every couple days to make sure we're still getting married. Which I don't know why. Like I'm not re- I'm not paying for the wedding. Like who cares if she changes her mind? I'm not. I don't lose anything. Like, you're not paying I just have for to the move wedding. A bunch of comic books. No, their parents are taking care of it. Like, fuck. I don't... Ooh, oh, because you got yourself a you got yourself a white girl. I... <laughs> you don't have to put it in like 1940s terminology, but yeah, I... which is uh, cool yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, I can't. It's not you cool. Yourself, you bagged yourself a Caucasian. <laughs> <laughs> it's not cool anymore. Like interracial relationships, because now I just seem like a fucking traitor. Like, it's not cool. I did, uh, uh, in my current relationship, I was talking to a friend of the show, Sean White, uh, and I, I was showing him a, a picture of my, my current uh, uh, lady partner, and he's just he looked at me and goes, ow, uh, sticking with white girls, huh? <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> like, I've, I've played around, and I'm just, this is who it happened to be. I didn't choose a white girl on purpose. Yeah, we both just swiped right on each other. Like, it's not a fucking attack on races. Like, I was out there for everybody <laughs> on all the apps. 
You were equal. You were an equal opportunity. Fuck them and chuck them. Like you were like you were gonna, regardless of your race, creed, or color, you would definitely fuck them and never call them again. I it wasn't. Listen, to be fair, like I was always the one who was just like, "Yo, you want to hang out?" And they're like, "Nah, we're good." Like it was always. I've never really been. Oh, so you. Yeah, there was, it was kind of you kind of approached those with a, a dual sense of like we're both just trying to fuck. We're, no one's get, expectations are being dashed against the rocks like so many waves. Yeah, no, I don't like. I don't think so. I was always like super amicable, and I know that because like no one has hit me up during the pandemic. Like not an ex has reached out or anything. <laughs> not not a not a not a, not an ex among them. Not an ex has been like, "Hey, you good?" They're like, "Nah, we." It is what it is. Like we've had the best of that guy. It's fine. He can go. The the only this is this is a, a kind of shameful to admit, but the only people who have that are like quote unquote exes that have reached out to me during the pandemic are people who I showed my dick to over Facebook Messenger during the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> well, not not like unprompted. Like, the- like they asked for it. Of course, no, of course, but you have to special. You have to say that now. Roast for fucking doing yeah, conspiracy these, podcasts. P- <laughs> yeah, we, we got to say that now because of this PC cancel culture. If you can't just say like, oh, I'm sorry, you're showing my dick to people. I swear to God, these safe spaces. What? <laughs> everybody, everybody sort of just assumes the worst. It's I don't know. It's fucking bizarre. Like well, I, I do it. miss getting nudes. I though. I haven't gotten nude in fucking forever. You know, well, that's, that's the downside to you, being uh, that, a stable uh, ice ship. As we were talking about pre-show uh, in my drunk call to you last night, or maybe a subsequent drunk texting, I got some some uh, my first like official thirst trap message since I've been in a relationship, which has been about a month and a half now that I've been in a relationship. And it was weird because like I just was like oh I I remember loving to get these and like to play around with the idea that I could uh, have sex with a new person, but like I was also sitting there like but yeah I don't know who the fuck this is and like I'm very into the person I'm dating so. But it is weird. It is a weird thing to miss, like that hollow experience. It is, right? But then you think about it, and you're like, dude, it's this is not fucking worth it. Like, I already know how this is going to play out. We're going to have sex. You're going to complain about my comic books. And then we're never going to see each other again. Like, that's just how it's going to go. That's <laughs> how it's always they gone. they complain about your comic books? They complain about yeah, your comic books? I, absolutely. I remember, because I would just have, I just have them fucking everywhere. Because I have so many comic books. I remember I had a one night stand and she was like, what if I just ripped all your comic books in half? I was like, I'd call the police. They're worth money. Like, why would you do that? Why would you I'd do that? I'd call the police. Yeah. Is that, a, is that a crime? Is that a, is that destruction? I guess it is. I think so. Yeah. I mean, fucking crystal knots was a bad thing. Like this has to be bad too. <laughs> right. I, what if, what what if she was trying to dom you though, like like a dom thing of like, what have I ripped up all your comic books, you worm? <laughs> I, maybe, but I was still like, yo, it's not turning me on. I'm just trying, we're just trying, we're laying here, we're cool, you know. Like, what are we doing? Why do you want to fuck up these books? These books are fucking super valuable right now. It's like I genu- I genuinely value these books more than you. A li- I mean, probably like they've they've never decided to like fucking. Like rip themselves, like they've been—they're cool. They chill. What, 
Your comic. One thing you can say about your comic books is they've never you've never been you've never been reading one you've never been reading one and it's been like yeah but what if I ripped up that chick in your bed right now? Yeah, they just exist. Like, why would you want to fucking do that to my shit? Why would I invite you into my place? We chill, it's fine, and then you want to destroy my things? Like that's psychotic. It is psychotic, but it also does seem to be par for the course for the kind of chicks you would attract on these social, these dating apps. <laughs> that's that's very fair. Like it's it's true, but it's it's just a weird <laughs> thing to do with like a fucking one night stand is to immediately just try to fuck up my shit. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, I I don't know. It's it's again. It's it's that weird thing of like. You think like, like, I guess like the toxic idea of a man is like, they can't stay faithful and they're always wanting to get like that, that new, new, you know, but like, you think about all the bullshit you go through when you're in those phases of getting it. And it's like, what actually do the positives, do the negatives of it outweigh the positives? And it's like, absolutely not. Like, I think it was always more stressful than uh, fulfilling for me to have that kind of shit. No, same. Or you just like you show up. It was a lot since like it was a lot of online dating. You just show up, and then some woman will be like, "You're more bald than your pictures." I'm like, I don't know how the fuck that's possible. <laughs> how can a tip be to, more bald? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to fuck. First, thank you. I guess like, wow, you really like comedy. What if I asked you to stop doing comedy? It's like I wouldn't listen to you because this is we're at a fucking. Like we're at a Chili's. Like I'm not making like decisions at a Chili's. Like why are you doing this? <laughs> Yeah, date number one. What if you gave up your passions for me, you bitch? Like, what is that? What is that shit? It happens so many times, and it's just like, dude, I just want to get to know you. Make sure we're both, like, not murderers. Like, that's it. That's the whole name of the game. (laughs) Because that's pretty much, like, a stone's throw away from the idea of, like, yeah, but what if I, like, fucking beat you up in your sleep? Would you still want to be with me? It's like, no. (laughs) You just said a thing that, like, absolutely I'm not into it. Also, like, where are you getting these questions from? Whatever happens to, like, how's your day? Yeah. Like, you're just, like, opening up with these weird yeah. Cosmo questions on how to beat a man. They have they have a, re- a book of reverse icebreakers. They're like... <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you tank a thing immediately? Instead of opening something up to further dialogue, how do you say something to immediately tank a situation like that? Yeah, like I just I don't get which is why like I'm pretty happy I'm getting engaged. Like I'm not I don't know I'm not like yeah. thrilled, but I don't really get thrilled over anything. Like I don't know. I, I'm not yet. I was I was literally about to say like to see you thrilled about anything would be amazing and and almost a sign of the end times. So I'm glad that you're not thrilled. <laughs> but I I, nah, I do know it, that. Uh, I was gonna say no. You continue. Sorry, I'm cutting you off. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. I was just going to say, like, I know you well enough to know that, like, you wouldn't go through with this if you didn't, like, actually fucking feel, like, vibe with it. Like, yeah, this is what I want to do. Like, yeah, maybe you're not, like, blasting everyone's Instagram feeds with, like, constant updates about how it's going. But, like, I know you're doing this because it's what you want to do. And that's, like, really what's important, I think. Yeah. And, like, I've thought about it for a while. And then we've even discussed it. Like, I remember I told my friends that we discussed it and she picked out a ring and they called me a pussy for having a discourse about getting engaged. And I was like, oh, no, man, I think Wait, she should who have calls, stay. Who calls you a, who, who calls you a pussy about this? All these, like, old school dudes are like, no, you just got to surprise her. And it's like, man, I fucking hate the shit out of surprises. <laughs> 
that's a life choice. I'm all these like sixty year old dudes are. <laughs> all these, all these like sixty year old dudes that are like, come on, young, blood, let me tell you what's going on. This is what you got to do. You got to, <laughs> you got to dance to, you got to play some Miles Davis, and you got to. <laughs> like, Absolutely, and it's like nah, maybe man, it was just... not the best choice. <laughs> no, but it's like it's fine. It's not racist at all. It's cool. Uh, <laughs> Nah, you heard it here, like, here first, folks. A tip says it's not racist. It's not. It's not. It's fine. But it's not. It's also pretty accurate. But it's like, dude, I don't know. Like, I'm not throw. I'm not like super amped and thrilled because we've discussed this and it's a choice that we made. She's thrilled and she's planning a wedding and I'm planning. But it's like, I'm not gonna fucking like go dance in the streets about this. Like, it's fine. It's a choice that we made. Yeah, especially like. It's it's more about like, and I think that's like the important thing about like the idea of marriage is like it's not about the fanfare and how much fucking social media traction you get because of the event. It's like no, we're doing this because this is what we want to do as a couple, not because it's saving like or like I don't know, not the saving relationship, but like a thing of like oh, we're doing this because it's the thing that we're supposed to do, and we know that it'll it'll make people excited if we're doing it. It's like no, it's not for them; it's for us. Yeah, and it's like, I don't know, I, I'm fucking weirdly superstitious to every time, like, posted, like, a picture of the girl I'm with on, like, social media, we've immediately broken up, so I'm just fucking not doing that <laughs> shit at all. Oh, just no. Staying away from it. It's always been, like, a thing where I'll get in a relationship, and I'll be like, well, Tiff's in a relationship with so-and-so, and then, like, a week later, we break up. And it's like, dude, I'm not. I, I'm not posting shit I about get this. that. I get that, actually. I actually do get that a lot. I but I've also found this is weird. Maybe I don't know if this relates. Before we go to break here, because we do need to get to our uh, our upcoming guests, because we got some shit to talk about with them. Certainly, but Absolutely. this is something that uh, I was just thinking about yesterday. Is um, when you're in a relationship and then you like maybe make a post about it or you change your status on Facebook or whatever the fucking thing is to announce to the world, quote unquote, that uh, yeah. you're now not single. The weird energy you get from people that you didn't know were trying to fuck you or wanted to fuck you right after that, like you wronged them, is very interesting, I've found. It, it's so fucking bizarre. Or even like the weirdest one is when you like make it official with them and then you and she gets dudes that you know talk shit about you to her. Where they're like, how the fuck you with that guy? He's a piece of shit. And it's like, what <laughs> the fuck, man? I, what are we doing right it's now? Like you opened for him last week. Why are you saying <laughs> this about him now? Yeah, it's like it's just the most bizarre shit. It's like, did you see a set in Bakersfield? He's a piece of shit. And it's like, what the fuck? Just stay away from my fucking business. I had sushi with that guy in Fresno right before a weird gig we did in a <laughs> venue that was too big. And uh, I gotta say, it's weird that you're hitching your whole thing to him. Dude, it's fucking crazy. But dude, no, you're right about The dude forced the... me to get shoes. The dude forced me to get shoes on the way there. You love those shoes, actually. You fucking love the shoes. I do love... I still got no, those it's shoes. Weird. I still got those shoes. Dude, the weird energy you get from people that wanted to fuck you is just bizarre. Because it's like, I've always existed. I'm so accessible. You could have made your move at any moment. Why the fuck is this on me for, like, existing without your permission? Like, I don't get that. <laughs> So I you didn't factor me and my weird secret crush into your life plans. <laughs> yeah. I don't get They're like, really? That's the girl you choose? You chose? I'm like, who the fuck are you? Who are you? Who are you? Yeah. 
<laughs> Have uh, we even so met mad. in person? <laughs> I'm so now you just fuck. I'm so annoyed. <laughs> You're always mad. That's not that's anymore. that classic a tiff energy though. Oh no, I hope not. I got to fucking apologize to my fiance for bringing no. us to the relationship. Just anger. Uh, Well, I'm sure you already have multiple times. Um, But something that we don't need to apologize for, Tiff, is uh, going to a quick break here because you can stick around, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because we've got got another guest coming up here, which I'm very excited uh, to get into after this quick musical interlude because uh, uh, obviously cryptocurrency is in the news right now. People are talking about NFTs. And we got uh, Lorraine Sandalwood, who is an NFT expert for Dick... Not, nope, sorry, let me take that again. We've got Lorraine Sandalwood, NFT expert for Dirk's Auctions, coming up here in just a second. And this is somebody who's never been on the show before. And I'm very excited to get the, the, the skinny on what's going on in the world of cryptocurrency. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. I don't think it's a real word. Is it a real word? <laughs> nope. I just pronounced cryptocurrency poorly. Um, oh, okay. but <laughs> cryptocurrency. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to go to a quick break here on Bleak and Review on that failed bit of wordplay. And we will be back with more Tiff Myers and more Lorraine Sandalwood after this. <laughs> And we are back. This continues to be the podcast formerly and currently known as Bleak and Review. <laughs> I'm still Kevin Anderson. Joining me here in the co-pilot position, Tiff Myers. Woo, what up? That's what he sounds, that's what he sounds like. And uh, also joining us here for this segment, first time guest on the show. Very excited to, to get to know him and see what he's all about. Please welcome Lorraine Sandalwood, NFT expert for Dirk's Auctions. Welcome, Lorraine. Hello, Kevin. Great to be here. Hello, Mr. Myers. Good to see you again. It's good to see you. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure as always. Again, yes, You've, yes. you guys know each other. Oh, he's a money man. <laughs> he's a money man. <laughs> I've always said that about a tip. Yes. <laughs> what a, a, a tiff? Could you elucidate in what capacity that you've interacted with Mr. Sandalwood here before? So, so I sought consultation from him for to see if I can NFT one of my comic books. That's true. Now, for our listeners who might not be familiar with NFT as a concept, and certainly not for me, uh, just for our listeners who might yes. not be aware, could you explain what NFTing is? An NFT, Kevin, is a non-fungible token, and so it's 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 a it could be it could be a picture or a movie or music or some sort of thing that is traded on the internet for money. Oh, like content. Yes, and they use the blockchain to to purchase it. Right. Blockchaining uh, is something uh, related to cryptocurrency, certainly. Yes. yes. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you give me your accent's very exciting to me. I'm sorry. Thank you. you. Wait, don't talk shit about his accent, all right? Fucking everybody's accents. He's brave for using his accent in this platform, all right? Thank you, Mr. Myers. Hey, I wasn't talking shit. I was merely making a poor, a, a mockery of it. <laughs> poor is right. <laughs> Get him, no, Lorraine. Mr. S- <laughs> now, Mr. Lorraine Sandalwood, obviously, uh, were you able to uh, effectively NFT a comic book for a TIFF when you guys had your rendezvous? Yes, I, th- I believe we got him um, about a buck twenty-five. 
that's what it was. It was a thirty-third of a cent of, of Bitcoin, and uh, then I gave him a buck twenty-five. And this was for like one of the. This was like for like the like the X Men Volume One. Like this was like a big comic book, and you got kind of shafted on it. Sounds like. No, it was it was the normal five dollar book, and he gave me back a dollar twenty five. Like it's a good deal. It, it was used. Yeah, is it this book that it. you're? Is it this book you're showing up on our uh, our exclusive video feed for Patreon subscribers? This yes. GI Joe comic book, GI Joe number thirty. This is what 30. you get for. <laughs> this is what you get, by the way, Patreon. If you're not on the Patreon, come on over here because the podcast gets a lot better when you could see a Tiff hold up yeah. a comic book. This once. man with the mullet <laughs> is cutting an airplane in half with a chainsaw. And now you don't need to subscribe. And now you don't need no. to subscribe. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Maybe you should have NFT this fucking podcast. To... All right, we Make should. Some fucking money. Is that something that Lorraine? Is that something oh, absolutely. you could do? Yes. Oh, yes. That's, and, you know, that's fascinating. We, we've diversified the um, the types of money you can use now in the blockchain. There's oh, so much we? more types of blockchain money you can use now. So of course you've got your of course you've got your standard Ethereum and your Bitcoin and your Flow and your Doggy Coin. But now there's other things. Now you can use things called Moonraker DVDs. And what those are, <laughs> five packs of the movie Moonraker. Wait, five, you, uh, five, wait, who's selling one movie in five packs? <laughs> well, obviously the blockchain, Kevin. <laughs> it sounds like the, 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 the workings of an unhinged man. Well, I don't know if you've seen the internet lately. I have. I was on it earlier. Okay. Uh, so people, you can use five packs of James Bond in Moonraker to uh, to 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 buy things now. Yes, that's right. And it's a digit. You know, you first you have to copy all the DVDs into the computer. So you have to copy the mo- five different movies. You can't use the same one. We know. <laughs> what this is? What this is making a lot of fucking sense, Kevin? Why the fuck are you laughing at him? I'm and if laughing. it's making sense, Kevin, it makes dollars. Dollars and cents, my dear boy. Uh, yeah, I just I love the idea of having to copy the same DVD files to a computer over and over with different copies. It just quick, seems quick like a, it seems her, it seems like a Sisyphean task. Which film? Fuck, hey, no, Sisyphean. Sisyphus. Sisyphus. Right, Sisyphus. He's a, yes, he's Mr. A, Myers. Okay. Lorraine, as in, I can, no, fuck you, Kevin. You're trashing this man's fucking career. All right. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm just trying I'm to talk about the Greek. I'm super. No, no, fuck Sisyphus, all right? He has a shitty Red Bull commercial. Fuck that guy, all right? <laughs> yeah, drag Here's him. the thing. You know, I'm super curious. What movie do you think will be next to add on the blockchain? Like, what is the next one you're specking? I need oh, to know. Oh, that's a good question. Yes, well, we've got James Bond, right? So, um, I was probably a Tom Cruise type thing. Would um, you call these? Would you call these blockbuster chains? No, absolutely not, Kevin. You wouldn't, okay. No, absolutely not. Why would you say such a thing? But well, also, it just so, seems like a good catchy phrase. I don't understand also, how you, you blockbusters steal movies, Kevin. I don't get this at all. It's not completely, it's not up to me, you know. So, you know, I'm surprised by these things too. Just last month, there was a whole new currency that was just George Clooney's used napkins. Okay, I don't have any say in this. It just how comes you, up and the it's, auction, it's, it's, auction house accepts it and then I move on. You kind of go with the flow of what the zeitgeist is calling money. Like, you're not here to call those shots. You just take the currencies as they are presented to you and move with them. 
Yeah, Kevin, it's, it's the auction house does the work, okay? Right. Your Christie's, this... your Sotheby's, your Dirks. Yeah, I was going to say, the Dirks auction house, I'm not familiar with Dirks. Uh, could you elucidate that? I'm using elucidate a lot on this podcast. It's mm. a good word. You looked it up recently, did you? <laughs> yeah, it came up in a crossword. <laughs> reading all that Encyclopedia Brown, like a fucking genius. <laughs> Dr. Like John's bathroom reader. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, Dirk's Auction House. I'm not super familiar with this uh, this company. Could you could you tell me what that's about? Well, it's modeled after all of the major ones: Sotheby's, Christie's. One name, Dirk's. You know, Dirk. and and the idea is just no house. It's just a place on the internet. It oh. saves a lot in overhead. You see. Oh, okay, okay. So is it, is it named after is- someone? I believe it is. I don't know who, though. I want to say Dirk Nowitzki, but it's not. Is it Dirk I, Diggler? I, I, is I asked it him. Dirk Diggler from uh, uh, the Paul Thomas Anderson film Boogie Nights? Oh, is that one of the DVDs you're selling? That's one that I'm hoping. I have like six DVDs of that. Okay. I'm hoping to All turn right. it into blockchain currency. Okay. Maybe if you keep trying. Okay. Is that, is that what Sicario. it takes? To... Oh. Yes, Mr. Myers? I have Sicario on Blu-ray. Can I okay. give that? All right, I see, see, now we're getting somewhere. I'm looking at my movies. I'm trying to see what I can get rid of for blockchain. Do you have a five-pack Batman of Samurai? I don't have a five-pack but I have Batman when he was a samurai, that DC movie animated one. I hadn't seen that. I would, no, I would, just, I would just get it to watch it if you just wanted to send it to me. You don't want, you don't want to watch it, man. But I will say, a lot of these NFTs, I just... I'm not an art guy, you know, I'm just the money man. You know, I don't really know what I don't, I don't get it. Like big <laughs> big NFTs that are selling these days, blank piece of paper. I don't know. You know, it's a thing. It's a thing. Free penis in Paris. It's just a gif of a penis with the Eiffel Tower next to it. It looks like they're the same height. I don't get oh, it. I get it. that's that's like it's like a metaphor. That's funny for yes. for globalism. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. All right. There you go. Is there a bum fights NFT? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's good. Though. I like that. Yeah, if there was a new one, maybe. I actually, yeah. I actually was good. I was trying to figure that out because I have a bunch of old uh, clips, video clips I ripped from Kazaa of Rufus the Stunt Bum. And I was wondering if I could turn that into money somehow. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, there's an option. The, 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 you just have to put it on there. You put it up there, you know, and, and you know, if someone buys it, they buys it. They, if they buys it, they buys it. That, that. Yeah, oh. that's the ruse. That's actually that's that's actually the phrase we use at Dirks. It's underneath, right? The title: If someone buys it, they buys it. If they buys it, they buys it. And uh, if you can sell it, you can sell it. That's correct, Gavin. Very good. Well, this is fascinating. This is a whole world uh, that I'm not super familiar with. And actually, uh, before the podcast, this may interest you, Lorraine. Um, Atif and I were actually talking about a very specific uh, uh, sex tape that has become an NFT. Is that correct, Atif? Yeah, uh, Azalea Banks has her audio sex tape that she sold as a blockchain, and she got like, I want to say $200 million for it after everything was said and done. So how Is much that can something I get you were my... involved with? No, but I was wondering how much can I get no, for no, like no, my I, sex I meant, tape? I meant Lorraine, not you. I meant oh, Lorraine. Mr. Myers, he's a, he's a pretty big deal. <laughs> So I, I wouldn't that. be surprised, you know. Uh, no, not something we did. No, um, that's kind of um, we don't deal in sex stuff. 
Oh, we, deal, okay. we deal more in like terrible stuff. Um, <laughs> terrible one of the, stuff. One of the things we sold a month ago um, was the, the lost cut of the future of the Back to the Future where Biff murders Marty. We sold oh, yeah. that one. It was just an original cut. Someone just made it on a whim, but uh, we sold it for about thirty-five thousand Moonraker DVDs. <laughs> Wait, what does that mean in money, though? Like, how much would that be in dollars? Hmm. Kevin is constantly fluctuating. I don't. Do you oh. have Robin Hood? Look up, look up, look up all of these things on Robin Hood. I do have a five pack of Robin Hood Men in Tights. Is that okay? <laughs> what you right. mean? You know, again, we can talk. I am curious. You say you t- you deal in terrible stuff, yeah. uh, which which seems like it could be extrapolated to a lot of things. Uh, what would you say is the most terrible thing that you've converted into blockchain currency? Mm. Uh, well, the one of the well again, Kevin. I don't. Hands off. Um, hands up, just hands up, middle, hands up. Middleman. Okay, so um, one of the things I really disliked that we did uh, about three months ago is the new Bob Dylan release. It was sold as an NFT. It's just called My Favorite Songs with the Audio Reversed. <laughs> oh, that, that was that Bob Dylan record that had all those messages from Satan in it, right? Yes, and it was always like, do your dishes. It was just <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If you've ever wanted to hear Bob Dylan yelling at you as Satan to do chores, that's a great yes. record to pick up and turn into money. Yes, and you can't pick it up. Only one person did, and he was Who the did? king of the so- king of Saudi Arabia. Whoa, that's a big yeah. get. That's exclusive. Yeah, he's yeah. a good yeah. guy. <laughs> you know, you know him. Well, you, yeah. I mean, you've spent some time. Yeah, I know. Like the, someone who's related to the prince of Saudi Arabia. He was, he's an alright kid. Yeah. We're all, we're, What's his yeah, full name and address? I don't know where his address now, but his name was like <laughs> Muhammad because like half of their names are like Muhammad in the Saudi <laughs> royal family. Long, long, time listeners, long time listeners of Bleak and Review will know that Atif spent some time in the Middle East as a youth. How much How much NFT can I get for that Snopes picture of that guy taking a selfie before the 9-11 plane hit? If you oh, know what I'm talking yes. about. That's a good one. You said terrible thanks. It seems like the worst picture ever. Yes. Yes. Well, see. Okay. So, so uh, last week we sold uh, an NFT just called Soup. Soup. Yes, and um, that got us about uh, about fifteen thousand doggy coins. So I'd say you're probably, probably around there. Probably that's around wild. There. A few weeks ago, this may surprise you. You may know this guy actually, uh, Lorraine, because we had a uh, stock market ex- expert Mark Stockett on here, and he was talking a lot about doggy coins exchange rate. And this is just some bleak and review canon for you, Atif. Don't worry about it. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, do you know Mark? Are you do you work with Mark Stockett, or is this just a, a maybe a name you've come across in your? In your- uh, I've met him. He's a nice chap. Yeah, it's you guys kind of play different sides of the aisle, though, because you're more on these NFTs. He's more about uh, 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 funds and 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 you know uh, stocks and whatnot. And I know that those paths overlap, but they're not necessarily congruous. Sure, but he works with the doggy coin, and you know we 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 move it in and out, as you were. Beautiful. So now, so uh, you know so sometimes I can talk to him. You know if if I have a question, is this real doggy coin? I ask him. I say, I have I have a, I have a question based oh, on what did you t- hear that. Oh, I heard that. What was that? Oh, we just sold another NFT. Oh, what wow, did you look sell? at this. For 35 George Clooney used napkins, we just sold a GIF called Old Woman Looking for a Bidet on Internet Finds Anal Sex Parentheses and Likes It. Wow. <laughs> Wait, finds anal sex? The concept? Yes. It's, apparently, it's a GIF of an old woman looking for a bidet, but she actually accidentally finds anal sex. How long is this And GIF? likes it. 
and likes it. It's about 15 seconds, yes. Okay. Yeah. I like how a tiff, I've never seen a tiff perk up more in a podcast than when the idea of an old woman finding anal sex is mentioned. That's true. I talked about my engagement with a frowny face, and then I perked up at an old broad getting anal (laughs) anal sex. And of course, Patreon subscribers already know this. They don't even have to worry about it because they're getting the video. Uh, I'm curious, uh, uh, re- referencing something that Tiff brought up earlier, I have uh, I-, I have some questions about what the NFT value of a bunch of drawings of 9-11 for class with a smiling sun in the corner would be worth. <laughs> this well, is something either- that a Tiff may have created once and talked about five years ago on the podcast. I- it's, it's, a, it's original content, and that goes a long way, you see. OC original goes content. a long way. And uh, so, you know, with, with Mr. 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 Myers, he's with his with his eminent profile growing. I would say every, every each sale is only going to compound into the next one. So, um, you know, someone sold uh, just a GIF of some some stupid American flag flowing for like fifty five thousand Ethereum. So I'd wow. say there's not eleven shit. I'd say that's at least twenty thousand. Because what is America if not nine eleven? Yeah, what what when I think America, I think nine eleven and cheeseburgers. Personally, pretty much. Can you convert food into NFT? Ooh. Well, yes, I yes soup. So yeah, you mentioned soup. And soup. That's right. What about like a veal parm? Oh, that's good. Yes. Well, it's probably worth more than soup, right? What about a veal parm soup? It's terrible because you're killing the veal, and that's fucking distasteful. But then you got a parm, which is pretty good. Yes, it's true. Animals do go for higher numbers. We uh, also sold uh, for uh, uh, for about fifteen thousand Moonraker DVDs. We sold a GIF of dog shitting while eating. It was this kind of perpetual <laughs> motion thing. Now, am I alone? In uh, maybe I'm alone in this, Mister Sandalwood, and maybe you can correct yes. me. But is this whole concept of NFT really just highlighting how silly the idea of money is? <laughs> Well, in essence, the whole point of an NFT is so someone with a lot of money can get noticed by someone who makes stuff. It's really just, it's really just billionaires just fucking around because they can. That's the whole point here. And that's the most American, we know it. That's the most American thing I've ever heard in my life. It's a bunch of billionaires fucking around because they can. If you want to get Elon Musk to notice you, just fucking put a SpaceX on your penis or something. Now, speaking of Elon Musk, this is actually something I want to talk to you about specifically, Mr. Sandalwood. Uh, as was announced today, uh, Elon Musk now says you can buy a Tesla with Bitcoin. Now, what is that doing to NFTs? It's doing God fucking nothing, Kevin. All right. <laughs> and here's the thing. This Elon Musk guy, love him, but he's a piece yeah. of shit. No, we I love, love him, him, but he's a piece I of shit. I love him, but he's a piece of shit. And that's probably why I love him. But here's the thing. Teslas for Bitcoins... I don't. They're both the same thing. But Tesla's <laughs> just an NFT too. What? Where do you think we get all these Moonraker DVDs? We just melt a Tesla into Moonraker <laughs> DVD. Wait. So one Tesla. How many uh, Moonraker DVDs can you get out of one Tesla? About fifteen. Fifteen. Wow. Wait, that seems like a low number. Yeah. That well, seems low. The, the melting you, really does a damage. Yeah. Do you know how to fucking make DVDs? What the fuck? Yeah, we do. We just no, I'm talking to Kevin. Kevin's over here fucking. Oh, oh thank Kevin's thank judging you. the fucking process of DVD making. Yes. Bro, I'm just saying raw materials, like raw materials, a whole car versus a, a thin disc. You know, but but when you melt the Tesla down, Moonraker's already on the DVD. Yeah. Do you see? Oh, so you have to melt it in a way that encodes the exact 
frame by frame encapsulation of Moonraker starring James Bond. It's a lot of Tesla. Yeah, it's a lot of Tesla. What the fuck? Ever shooting Fair those enough. guys? Fucking yeah. Say you don't Moonraker's know, and you learn fucking... everything. Say you don't Moonraker's know, and you learn kind everything. Kind of long movie. It's kind of a long movie too. Is so it? Fine. <laughs> yes, yes. It's very long, and there's also Jaws, and and I believe Jaws marries a little person. It's very nice. Oh, the shark. Yes. I no, forgot about the extended cut. Man. No, yeah, the, the, yes, yes. I, I call sharks teeth men. <laughs> we can move past it. Um, so anyway, so that's what that's fascinating. So this, I'm learning a lot here, and I'm really, I really, the reason that I had you on is because I want to uh, once again elucidate this whole process of uh, of how NFTs come into being. What would you say in your work uh, at, at Dirk's Auctions, Mister Sandalwood? What would you say is the most profitable or uh, prolific NFT that you've worked with? Is it the Moonraker DVDs? Well, or is it well some, money wise, or is it yes, something? Is it something more? Is it something more disgusting? Well, no, the Moonraker DVDs—that's just the currency, right? Of course, I'm saying. Well, what is the most? So, so, the, you know, yeah, go ahead. You're talking about the NFT itself, the dirtiest yes. one we've used. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Well, uh, uh, you know, um, Large Unused Dildo was a series uh, that, you know, it just went on too long. Large Unused Dildo? Yes, was this a yes. gif? No, it was a series of vertical cuttings of a dildo. So they were all slices of them that were then scanned, and then Banksy's, Banksy looked at it once. Banksy looked, Wait, Banksy's in the mix? Wait, he looked like, at it once. Is it like bodies, like the bodies exhibit where you cut yes, over I was, kind of I like was thinking the same. Yes, very I'm much so, so glad yes. you brought oh. that up, because that's exactly what I was thinking of, Tiff. Thank you so much. And I thought, I was I thought you know. When I when I signed up for I when I brought them in I thought oh okay we'll put it in the bodies, but no. There's there's not a lot of room for cross sections of dildos in these hoity toity museum installations. No, it was a, it was a real loser for us. That's a bummer, but uh, uh, that is interesting. I never thought to convert cross sections of a, a sexual apparatus into to online currency. That's interesting to me. Well, Kevin, that's why we're here. This is the this is 2021. This is the world as we know it. This is Dirks. This is Dirks, baby. Uh, Now, have you always been with Dirks, or did you uh, work for sillier sounding, goofier things before Dirks? (laughs) What you wait? How about a Moonraker Blu-ray? Oh, or or that you have an option. I'm looking up the cost. Two questions. I'm looking up yeah, the cost it, of Moonraker DVDs. Is it a five-pack, though? Is it a five-pack? It's, it's not a five-pack. It could be. I still am flummoxed by the idea of buying the same movie in a five-pack. <laughs> They're all the same, right? There's you no, don't understand like, art. I, I guess I don't. Yeah, I don't understand like, it's one art. of the director's fucking, cut? You're simpleton. Like, I would buy Justice League five-pack if there was, like, the Snyder cut, the bad cut, uh, a third cut, the Marty McFly and Biff cut, like, you know, all these different things. Like, I would buy that, but I wouldn't buy five of the same thing unless we're talking about, uh, you know, five chicken quesadillas at Taco Bell because then, you know, that's my cheat day. Kevin, have you bought a six-pack of beer? Yeah. <laughs> Currently drinking one, yes. <laughs> then what's Wait, can so I make this an five-pack of Moonraker? Can okay, I, can yeah, I yeah, make so my beer yeah, absolutely, NFT? Absolutely, yeah. In fact, I've, I've actually, um, let's see, I, I can, I'll put it on the market right now. How about that? Wait, okay, so I've got this Goldcliff IPA from uh, uh, the Kona oh, Brewing this, Company. I thought you meant the show. 
No, that certainly. I want to definitely put this show. I want to make this show money. Okay, and let me not, see. Not let me see. I want to make money with this show. I want to turn this show into physical currency. Okay. But also, uh, could you turn a six pack of beer that I'm currently drinking into currency? Yeah, I mean, if you digitized it, how would I? How would I go about doing that? Oh, Kevin, again, I'm the middleman. Okay. So I got to find a digitizer guy. Yes, or girl. Yes. And I know plenty. There's, you know, we can figure it out. But, you know, um, all you have to do is just figure out a way to make it digital. And uh, then, then I can trade it for napkins or DVDs or whatever you'd need. Uh, who's those... the top guy right now? Oh, that's a good point. What was that? I'm sorry, Mr. Myers had a question. Yeah, no, ask, say... ask his question's probably better. No, all I was going to say was you should get one of those like, airport scanning things to oh, fucking digitize. Yes. Those digitize everything. Yes. You can yes. see dicks. But who yeah. is the top NFT guy? Well, well uh, so uh, the top top NFT guy is actually uh, uh, Will oh, wow. Ferrell. Pulling, sweating a lot, sweating a lot, pulling at his collar like he's not supposed to be revealing this information. Yeah, I'm sorry. Is it you? If it's you, my bad. Now, for, been... for a while, the top NFT guy was Will Ferrell. And this is not the Will Ferrell we're all thinking. This is Will Ferrell, F-E-R-A-L. Kind of a, a woodsman. <laughs> Yes, is that yes. right? And, and at first, you know, everything was going pretty well. And uh, oh, Whoa! did you, just, did oh you hear that? Did you hear that? That sound means we just lost thirty-five thousand Teslas. Oh no! Yes, that's not a good sign. Because oh, I'm sorry. You specifically at Dirks, you lost thirty-five thousand Teslas just now. Yeah, so there's the Will Ferrell screaming that's, into a bucket. It was not the real Will Ferrell. It's a little over and, two thousand Moonraker DVDs. Yes, it's an issue. It's an issue. And, and if I'm not um, mistaken, you have a little theme a little theme song that you play every time you lose 35,000 Teslas. Uh, could we hear a little bit of that? Oh, sure thing, Kevin. Uh, do you need my permission to start? Or? <laughs> he needs his fucking moment. I, I, just, I just played it. Kevin, it just played. Jesus Christ. Oh, so it's like a Fred Ott, it's like a Fred Ott sneeze do you, situation. Do you think every time you lose 35,000 Teslas, do you think you want to hear like Mozart's symphony coming through the office? No, yeah. you just I mean, want to sound one time. Hey, if I'm a rich asshole who just lost 35,000 Teslas, you better be playing a symphony for me. Or or hot cross buns. Oh, oh yeah, hot that's, cross a, that's, buns. A, that's a good one. Uh, that's a good one. But that's but that is something that happens specifically. Oh, hot cross buns only plays when you lose uh, ten thousand shares of buns, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're very good. Yes, yes. Um, now, Kevin, before we leave, I I have oh, I we're have not three, leaving. <laughs> I have three NFTs I would like to show you both, and 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 to get these are pieces of art. Okay, and oh, they're, okay. They're, they're gonna sell, and I just want to know what you think of them. Okay, me specifically, or me and a Tiff. Well, Mr. Myers, of course, more, but you too. Yeah, the only one that you're giving deference to with a last name and a mister, because you called me well, Kevin I've, the whole time. <laughs> I've met him, and he's lovely. And, um, again, he's my fucking comic book sales guy. Like, it's fine. Right, he got Joe, you $1.35 for this G.I. Joe. Enjoy it, Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I would love or to see Spider-Man, these Spider-Man, number 28. That's going to be oh, worth, that's that's gotta be worth a couple of bucks. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay, yeah, so love here to we see go. These NFTs, yes. Let's get into it. Okay, so here's the first one. Now, what do you see, Kevin? Now, what do you see here? Right now, I'm seeing a what looks like a bootlegged version 
of of uh, Monster Hunter from a theater that's sparsely attended because the movie came out during a pandemic. It looks like you're showing me footage of a bootleg copy of uh, Paul W.S. Anderson's film Monster Hunter. Okay, is but, that but, correct, but, or am I see... am I really drunk and stupid? Do, are you seeing the little detail? I'm not. Maybe a tiff. Are you seeing the detail? I don't have my glasses on. Can you see the detail? I cannot. It's actually a man. There's a man masturbating throughout the entire thing. Oh yeah, in the bottom oh. left. I see. Yes. Him now. Okay. I yes. See now you see it. Yes. Oh, he is. He is making a big meal out of that jack sesh. Yes. <laughs> that's that's how art works. A you know, meal again. Yeah, you know, he's really he's really uh zhuzhing it up, you know? Yes, at the end he does eat pasta. He goes to ruining pasta wait. for me. <laughs> so wait, this is a the this your new NFT is bootlegged a bootlegged shot of Monster Hunter with a man jacking off in the bottom left of the corner of the screen who then eats a big meal of pasta at the end. Do you think it's weird? No, I'm just saying this is a great currency. You, I, it's not Ken. Ken. It's Ken. not currency. It's, not, it's, it's not the currency. art. It's what you buy. It's like a shirt. But it's what yeah, when Picasso currency. first made stuff. They were like, "Oh, Picasso's weird. People are jacking off." It's the same thing. Yeah, this is abstract expressionism here. Yes, pretty much. Well, okay, that's, that one. is fascinating. Se- okay, second yes. one. Please, yes. Okay, show us and, the second uh, one. Okay, tell me now what you see. Now I can't see very well because I got a little drunk. I got double vision. A tiff. What does this NFT look like to you? It looks like a Where's Waldo, but, but there's nothing something different but naked about men. It's just naked yeah. dudes. Actually, oh, see, it's funny. This is actually a Rorschach test of two eagles, but you see what you want to see, and the real currency is what it reveals about yourself. Wait, so this is a this is a context based, perception based currency. <laughs> yes, it's kind of a new thing. Wow. That's incredible. So I just want to see naked men with Waldo hats? And you're better for it. As soon as a tiff gets engaged, you know, they say when you're single, all you see is prostitutes. And then when you're engaged, all you see is naked men in Waldo hats. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, brother. (laughs) It's fucking 2021. With 2021, let your freak flag fly. Yeah, uh, uh, what is so? Uh, so this is a Rorschach because what I what I put my glasses back on. Obviously, everyone on the Patreon knows I'm not lying. Uh, it's <laughs> I can now see pretty clearly that to me this Rorschach test looks like uh, somebody on the internet misunderstanding the character Rorschach from Watchmen and posting about a meme about him where they think they get it but they don't understand him. So that was you then. Yeah, I'm, lo- I'm looking at a mirror. Is what I see. Okay, yes. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so how much would you say my perception of it is worth based on a Tiff's perception? Mm. Well, seeing the unmade race? bed behind you, don't make you. it racist. No, make it racist. Don't make it racist. <laughs> my make it like less. Yeah, damn it, you did it. I'm so glad you did it before me because it's so much better when you say it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, uh, what would you say, like, would you say that, like, his perception's better than mine, or, or what? Oh, no, absolutely not. There, Kevin, the price you pay for this is internal. Oh, the hero's journey. Yes, it's about what it means to you. Okay. Okay. All right, I'm picking up what you're laying down. So, what I get out of this 
is how much this is valuable to me. What a tiff gets out of seeing a bunch of naked Waldos is that's that that reception of the media is what it's worth to him. Mm, yes, very good. This is all very abstract to me, and it's very complicated. But it seems like it's the future, is it not? It's already here. The future is now. Yeah. Yes. Not female. It's now. It's now. Sure. What do you see now as an NFT expert? What do you see? Uh, and not to like give away anything. We don't want to spoil any upcoming things. But what do you see as like the next big NFT? Like, what do you think is really going to wow people and get people kind of on a, a en masse, if you will, to to subscribe to this model? Probably cricket. Cricket wireless. <laughs> yeah, the, the just sport. gifts of people playing cricket. It's it's everybody loves cricket. Do they? You know what? Wait, or is it just old He's British not... people? No, every it's... wow. Well, yeah, that's the worst thing I've said so far on okay. this podcast. Certainly, fucking NBA highlight NFTs have been going for millions. Yeah, so if you I... think LeBron James dunking is cool or Kobe Bryant dunking, wait till you have Jim Russell getting a wicket in England. A, wi- a wicket? A wicket? A wicket? It's the sticks in the back, so that you hit, so you get a strike. How do you not know cricket? Hey, the only wicket I know is the Ewok from Return of the Jedi, baby. Is that worth anything? Kevin, your memories are worth nothing to me. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Fucking claws in, kitty cat. Damn. <laughs> do you... Do you have an alert that sounds like a Rasta air horn that'll fucking? <laughs> I know that I was signaling, but I didn't. I don't have a soundboard. I just have fucking yeah. shitty hands. <laughs> no, I might buy some cricket NFT and just see what. All right, happens. okay, great, very good. Um, now, um, now, 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 Kevin, you, you I have would... one more one to show us, right? Oh, oh, did you happened? hear that? What happened? We just sold it. It's gone. I What'd have you... nothing left. <laughs> you sold everything. You sold it. It's gone. You have nothing? Nothing Nothing left. Oh, and we just lost another 35,000 Teslas. Wait, so you lost everything and then lost more Teslas? No, we sold everything and then we lost all these Teslas. Uh, Do you think, are you still in the green though? Are you okay? Or in the black as they say? It's another break-even day at Dex. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's the best you can hope for sometimes. It really is, yes. Wait. So okay. So, so you've 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 hit a net neutral today. You sure. sold everything, but lost a bunch of Teslas that you sold. And yeah, pick it up and there again the neutral. next day. If wow. it buys, it buys. <laughs> and so, so what people should be looking out for is gifts of people playing cricket. And, um, and but you do have a third a third NFT you wanted to show us, right? Oh no, we just sold it. Oh, you sold it already. Yeah, I can't even show you now. Can you I tell me what it anymore. was, or should we Absolutely just not. can we guess? Can we guess at what it was? You can, but I can't tell you. All mm. right. Well, a tiff. You you want to you want to guess, and then I'll guess. I know this I is a big improv ask. No, no, no. I'm thinking like I'm thinking <laughs> what could be valuable, and I'm like if I had NFT money, I think maybe like one of the girls gone wild commercials from like 2004. I think oh, that's with Doug Stanhope. May, yes, or even just the ones of them on the bus where they're like, now we're going to travel. Like that one, it's pretty big. So so if anybody out there has uh, DVDs of late night Comedy Central ads yeah, um, exactly <laughs> and they want to <laughs> try to put that out there, I think that's good because to me, I was actually going to go down a similar thing. I was thinking that uh, a promo 
videos of promo content ads for Stan Lee's Stripperella on Spike TV. I was thinking that trailers for that short-lived series might be something that people are into. Can you confirm or deny either of these things, Mr. I can say, uh, Kevin, Tristan. you're the closest. I'm the closest. Mm, yes. So yeah. it's a Stan Lee property. Well, you yes. won't confirm. Oh, big yes. Let's okay. just say Spider-Man has a penis. I've always said that. I've okay. always said that. I've yes, never. Who's man? I've never... Spider-Man has a honking hog. Oh, he's no. Got... Oh, he's not? No. This is a, a pov- uh, impoverishedly endowed Spider-Man. Impo- poverty has his, nothing to do with it, Kevin. His, yeah. I'm saying his dick's broke. Oh, some men. Not all men. <laughs> Just some men. It's been a pleasure, Kevin. <laughs> Are you Mr. taking Myers, us to break? Are you Mr. taking Myers, us to break? Mr. Myers, as always, a pleasure to Thanks, see you. It was a great scene as well. I'll bring in some books later. <laughs> well, Wonderful. Uh, uh, all right. In that case, I guess we're going to plugs. I guess we're out of shit. Um, what, but that being said, what would you, what, I just want to say, before we get to plugs here, uh, Mr. Sandalwood, what could you get for this, uh, uh, across the universe poster you see behind me here on the Patreon feed? Probably about $35. Oh, really? And how much is that yeah. in cricket gifts? Oh, <laughs> it's you gotta Jay ask. and John Russell. <laughs> I, I believe you. <laughs> All right. Well, we figured it out. Well, what about what about a Tiff's uh, Tintin poster? Uh, we'll talk about that privately. It's worth a lot of money. Oh, so that's clearly actually something of value. All right. All He's right. a man well, of class. I'm a man of he class. He certainly is. Did you not see my G.I. Joe comic where he's cutting a fucking plane in half? It's classy yeah. as fuck. Because if you didn't see it, patreon.com slash bleak and review, everybody. Then you can see a Tiff's comic book that he held up three times. <laughs> But, did, I'm sorry. but it's not time. No, it's great because we're at plugs right now. Uh, and obviously this episode's coming out uh, Friday, uh, March 26th, I believe, this Friday. Uh, Atif, what's going on that you want people to know about? Where can they find you online or otherwise? Dude, just follow my Instagram, at Atif Myers. That's it, man. It's fine. Fucking, you got some shit on happening. Spotify? People I can listen to your stand up. up on Spotify. I should turn into an NFT and make two bucks. That's the plan, I think. Yeah. Do you have do you, uh, Mr. Sandalwood? Do you have the over under on what a Tiff stand up record on Spotify is worth? Oof. Oh, hey, Kevin. Uh, sorry, I'm uh, Mr. Sandalwood. Wait, what just happened? Did he leave? Oh. No. Hey, Wait, I didn't. Matt. I didn't know I was. I didn't know I was on. Matt Brousseau, you were not scheduled to be on this episode. Oh, that's Did you get confused? Hey, great to see a Tiff. Good seeing you too. Is this a throwback episode? What's going on? I think Matt. I think Matt got uh, c- confused and thinks he still hosts the show. Oh, sorry. That's well, okay, see you guys. It must good be the COVID. I, I think a Tiff's comedy is worth way more than uh, two fifty. But uh, you know, that's just me. Are you an NFT guy? Because we had an NFT guy whose uh, 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 window dropped out very abruptly on here, and then you joined late into the episode. It's yeah. weird that you even had the link for this. NFT was that Nathan Fielder Tamagotchi or something? Yeah, no, it's 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 that's what it is. That's what it is, and we don't need to explain further than that. Uh, but uh, Matt, I mean, as long as you're here, uh, I, we're at plugs. Um, oh, great! Oh, this is okay. reminiscent of all the times that Eric Barnes wandered into the studio while while, pot, oh, while yeah, tr- trundling right. about Burbank. You remember those days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old Starburn um, Studio days when we were good boys. 
Yeah. Um, uh, you can, uh, you know, uh, Capital City INC on Twitter and Instagram, uh, Profiles and Eccentricity, and, you know, that's it. That's it. Oh, and Dino, go- Dino, Dino and Dana's Safe Space. Dino and Dana's Safe Space. What's that? Explain uh, it. It's the, the, the live conversation every week with Dino Stamatopoulos and Dana Snyder and Lisa Correo and Bob and Ron from Chicago, and it's only available on Patreon because Dino doesn't want anybody to see it. <laughs> That you know that feels a lot about uh, that, that reminds me a lot of my next plug, which is patreon.com slash bleak and review, everybody. Go over there. If you're not there right now, like and you listen to this whole episode, go there and you can see a Tiff Myers, venerated comic yeah. Tiff Myers, hold up a comic book three times. Uh and you can also see uh other stuff. Like we've got uh, uh I believe uh at the time of this episode's release, uh this weekend we'll have a new fun hinged episode with me and Hollis Black, in which we will be discussing uh, another Sion Sono film uh, that s- seems to be very great, and I'm very excited about getting into that madness. And also T.S. Idiot with me and my neighbor Tyler Sankey, where we will be doing more improv nonsense. Uh, so patreon.com slash review. Consider giving a white man $5 in this political climate. It's the best way you can spend your money. Uh, and other than that, at KB Anderson Yo and all the things, at BleakPod on Twitter if you want to follow this goddamn podcast. And, you know, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, phone a friend, use a lifeline, have a good time. Atif Myers, always a pleasure to see you, buddy. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Big delay. Love it. Right Sorry. at the end there. It's perfect. And Sorry there. No, okay. no, you know. Okay. I, I, I know that wasn't exciting, but goddamn. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Like, really and of course, Matt fucking has right now. Uh, burrito night. <laughs> well, I, I got other stuff. I got other stuff. Uh, Matt Brousseau, I'm so glad you could pop by for the end here. Uh, me too. It is the Great last episode of the podcast, so I'm glad you could pop by for the end. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> big lie. Big not. lie. No, of course okay. not. I actually have a computer that can handle editing in a timely fashion now. There's no way I'm quitting the podcast now that it's easier to do. Um, yeah, so yeah th- that's it. Until Good. next Friday, everybody. It's Tiff Myers, say goodbye. Peace. <laughs> and Matt Rousseau, say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bleak and Review is a podcast still. So. <laughs> <laughs>